it's an amazing opportunity that we are all here building so early, right? We are so early and we are building this industry together. NFTs are redefining the cryptocurrency landscape and taking the world by storm. This is Ashley Smith from Fame Lady Squad, and I want to welcome you to From the Blockchain. As leaders of an all-female avatar NFT project, we want to share our insight and industry knowledge with you. We want to empower more women to participate and dominate in the NFT space. So whether you're an early adopter or just a curious learner, we hope you join us to explore the exciting world of NFTs. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to From the Blockchain. This is your girl, Ashley Smith, sometimes known as Bored Becky uh, in the internet space. I am so excited about today's show. Our guest is very near and dear to my heart for a variety of reasons. She does such good and important work uh, in Web3 um, and has done such incredible work in her entire professional career. She's also someone who has positively impacted me personally in terms of where I am in the Web3 ecosystem and has positively impacted Fame Lady Squad in our very earliest and most vulnerable days. I am, of course, talking about Lisa Mayer. She is the founder and CEO of Boss Beauties. When they launched way back when in 2021, um, after having spoken with her and sharing our story and the legacy we wanted to leave in this space for women, uh, she called me and offered our project, our Fame Ladies Club project, uh, some proceeds from their mint, uh, which was successful. And that has had a lasting impact not only financially for Fame Ladies Squad, but just having that belief that our mission, empowering women in Web3 mattered and that our story mattered and that we were building friendships in the space and that um, people believed in us. So, I mean, there's so many things I could say. She's such a wonderful human. I've been very fortunate to have had the opportunity to meet her on several occasions, um, but she's someone I, I lean into uh, from time to time. Um, she's been on all sides of this landscape and she's also a mom um she was a new mom when she launched and i'm going through that experience right now so in our chat uh that you're about to hear we touch a little bit on balancing mom life and you know swimming through and trying to navigate these crazy waters that are web3 that have no rules that we're writing the rules along the way um and some of the challenges that come with that but she's just phenomenal. It's one I deeply admire and look up to. Um, She has done a lot of good work in her lifetime. Prior to entering Web3, uh, she spent 10 years dedicated to empowering girls and young women so they can step into their careers and be everything that they want to be. And Boss Beauties has really become an extension of that work. Um, You'll hear a bit about her story and how through the pandemic she pivoted, got creative. And as an entrepreneur, I admire her so much for taking that leap of faith and really putting the hard work in. She's probably one of the most networked, well-networked people that I can see uh, in the Web3 and NFT space. Why don't we talk a little bit? I'll give you some insight in case you are not familiar with Boss Beauties. Boss Beauties is on a mission to bring the next 1 million women and girls to Web3. They are a media and entertainment brand that inspires and empowers the next generation of women and girls to be everything they want to be uh, through impact programs, content, and consumer products. 
backed by Offline Ventures, Serena Ventures, Female Founders Fund, and global advertising agency Whedon and Kennedy. Boss Beauties made history being the first digital collectible on display at the New York Stock Exchange and United Nations headquarters in New York City and has partnered with Barbie, Rolling Stone, NARS, and more to empower women through collaborations and mentorship activations. I mean, that just really sets the stage to the type of work that's being done. I reference Lisa and Boss Beauties when we think about this funny world where like this NFT space was coming from in the earlier days, a lot of anonymity, a lot of people behind the scenes making promises. Um, Lisa has been front and center, has really made a name for herself, has proven that some traditional um, business uh, best practices in terms of building your reputation, building those relationships, building that network, how important that is and to have a trustworthy person behind a company that can really start building bridges. Um, I admire her so much. I'm, we talk about her journey, obviously, from early days till now, some of the activations that they've made, some of the partnerships uh, that they've been working on. And I know there's other things going on, probably behind the scenes. Um, but I think trying to figure out like how to build in public, I think is very difficult. Um, so we get a little bit into that. I think this is a fun story. She's always a positive light. So I, if you're looking for uh, some inspiration, some leadership energy, this is going to be a great episode for you to tune into and watch. I will say, don't forget, if you're listening on any of our audio platforms, please remember to subscribe to From the Blockchain, leave a review if you can. And make sure to tune in also on YouTube if you haven't already. This show, hopefully you're watching, um, but we have started uh, launching our episodes on YouTube as well. I'm actually at a board meeting, a set of a couple board meetings for the next couple days. So I'm in a hotel balancing mom life, web three life, and some of my previous life in terms of the board work that I do. And I honestly think of Lisa every time I'm struggling to do all the things I wish to do without burdening myself. And um, obviously, I need to give myself some grace from time to time. But I really believe that women can be all that they want to be. Um, and me, you know, recording this intro clip in a hotel room with bad lighting, uh, probably still better than the lighting I've had uh, in my studio to date. But anyway, nonetheless, subscribe to From the Blockchain. Please tune in uh, to this wonderful conversation with my dear friend, Lisa Mayer, and share the episode. If you get any nuggets or you enjoy it, please make sure to share. Uh, we'd love to spread the word about Web3 and about leading women in Web3. All right, everyone, enjoy the show. I am so excited to be recording today's show with my dear friend, Lisa Mayer. Lisa, I want to welcome you to the show. But before we say hello, I just want to like throw you some flowers because you are such an important figure in this space for me um, in the Web3 environment. You were someone that I had the pleasure and privilege of getting to know in the fall of 2021 by accident. And you've had such an impact on me as an individual um, and also for me as a leader of Fame Lady Squad. We'll talk a little bit more about that, but I just want to say I'm so happy to have you here. It's it's um, a pleasure. Lisa, welcome to From the Blockchain. How are you doing today? 
Oh my gosh. Well, I'm good because I'm here with you right now. I'm so excited to have this chat. I feel like we go way back. I think of you as a dear friend too. Yeah. I mean, it's funny the way the Web3 space moves so quickly and it feels like 2021 was just not very long ago, but so much, so much has happened. You really have carved your own space uh, in this ecosystem. And I think so many uh, people look at you as not only the trailblazer that you are, but a leader, a leader in in Web3 NFTs for women in business, thinking about innovation and how to do things differently. Also, as a mom who's honestly been balancing so much uh, since the very beginning and doing it so well. And, um, you know, I don't want to pretend that it's that's easy, but you're doing it in a way that I think is inspiring to so many others. So just maybe for context for our audience, you launched Boss Beauties and when you did, like maybe a couple of weeks at best before that you had a an online summit. You invited me to speak to you. It was the first time we really had a chance to chat and and I told you the story of uh, you know how my web three story and how I got involved and and the Fame Lady Squad story and Later that day, I got a call from you saying that you wanted to donate proceeds of your launch to our initiative, which meant so much. I actually think, and it's the reason I'm saying this for our audience, is I don't think we'd be here doing this podcast if it was not for Lisa Mayer. So, Lisa, we thank you. But let's go back a little bit. Let's talk about Boss Beauties. Let's talk about how you got into this space, why you're here, why you're still standing. And honestly, I see you and Boss Beauties just constantly building, innovating, partnering, doing some of the coolest things despite the bear market. Um, So I want to dive into how you're doing all that. So Lisa, why don't you tell me first just a little bit about your background? Um, So just in case our audience, some of them may not know who you are. And then let's dive into how you formed Boss Beauties. Yeah, absolutely, Ashley. Um, And I still remember that first chat that we had at the virtual summit that we just put on. I mean, we threw that together in a few weeks and it was a crazy time. I, as I said, I had, um, I had a three month old baby at the time. You, you get that, you know, being a new mom yourself. So definitely a crazy time, but yeah, I'll share a little bit about, you know, what led me to start Boss Beauties um, and has gotten me to this point. So for the last decade, I've been in this space, even before Web3, even before I had ever heard of NFTs, Web3, crypto, I had been building a company that was working to impact the lives of women and girls from all over the world. Um, we, I had built a community of Gen Z women from all over the world where we would host mentorship events, um, bring in different role models and incredible women, real life boss beauties that would come and mentor our community, give advice, give their career stories. Um, we put on events where we'd, we had um, events where we'd host them at Apple, where we'd bring women in computer science and technology um, to come speak to our community. Um, we brought the women in our community down to the New York Stock Exchange to see um, the opening bell meeting Olympic athletes. I mean, just total rock star, real life Boss Beauties. Um, but that was way before Boss Beauties was even established. So, you know, the pandemic hit and then I was a new mom, as I said, and I was just always, I think I've always been really open to being entrepreneurial and being open to being ready to to launch something, right? And being able to pivot. And so 
with the pandemic and being a brand new mom, I started to think a lot about my career and the work that I was doing through my social canvas. And right before I had Hudson, my son, my husband, Anthony, who's my co-founder at Voss Beauties, it's amazing um, building this together. I can't think of a better partner in life and partner in business. Um, But Anthony had gotten into NFTs. And I, at the time, had no idea what an NFT was. And I was about to have Hudson. I was about seven months pregnant. And I look over and Anthony is scrolling over on OpenSea. And I, at the time, didn't know what OpenSea was. But I remember one night around one in the morning, waking up, I couldn't sleep. And he was still scrolling through OpenSea. And I'm like, Anthony, what are you doing? What is this? And so later, I started to learn about the space. I learned about the industry. I saw that Beeple had sold you know, his NFT for $69 million. I just saw a lot of the momentum that was happening in the space at that time. And it just it made my mind start... I was brainstorming. I was thinking, you know, what if there was something that I could do and bring the work that I'm so passionate about, bring that same type of passion and mission of impacting women and girls into the Web3 space. And so fast forward a few months later, I had Hudson. I had many sleepless nights. (laughs) You know, I was probably running on two to three hours of sleep. Maybe that's what made me a little crazy to think I can start a brand new business as a new mom and be an entrepreneur at this time. But I started to really research the industry and dive in and get really immersed. And I remember following your story and being so inspired by you and how you had taken over the Fame Lady Squad and um, your leadership. I was really inspired by it. And I'm I'm thinking back to those moments, right? Um, But then it was that summer 2021 when Anthony and I decided together that we would start Boss Beauties. And I'm so proud of the work we've done. I'm I'm so, I I love my job, right? I, I get up every morning. It doesn't matter if it's a bull market, a bear market. I absolutely love the work that we're doing. And it's the purpose behind it that drives me. But yeah, we started in September, end of September, actually, 2021. We decided at the time, I didn't see many events being hosted actually in the space, which sounds crazy, but I didn't see virtual events or chats or conversations um, really happening. And I thought, let's host this virtual summit. And I didn't know many people, but I decided to reach out to really incredible women in the space. That's when I slid into your DMs and sent you this random DM saying, hey, I'd love to interview you. So it's it's been a really incredible journey. But I think um, one thing I will say is we started in the fall of 2021 with our Boss Beauties collection. And we're now really evolving where we're going as a brand. So we're rethinking and thinking about like, what is the brand? What are we building? And we always had these roots and these ideas from the start, but um, we're super excited for the future of Boss Beauties. You know, we're really building a Web3 media and entertainment brand that inspires and empowers the next generation of women and girls 
to be everything they want to be through impact programs, content, consumer products, um, you name it. Um, And really, our mission is to bring in and onboard the next million women and girls into Web3. So we're doing that through partnerships. You know, we've launched a partnership with Barbie. Um, We partnered with a lot of brands that we feel like women and girls all over the world know about those brands. So if they see those brands entering Web3, it makes them curious. They're like, what is this Web3 space? What is this? (laughs) Um, They want to learn a little bit more about it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't want to miss the fact that Boss Beauties made history being the first digital collectible on display at the New York Stock Exchange and United Nations headquarters in New York. And the fact that you're, you know, doing work with Barbie and other notable brands. Uh, to me, it actually speaks to some of these principles that I think were uh, sort of missing early days um, and early days two years ago in, in NFTs and Web3. And and the, it's funny, it just prompted me to think about it. You hosting this summit and recognizing no one's doing this. This is really weird. No one's doing these digital, like virtual conferences type things, which you think would be so organic and sensible. <laughs> and And really, I mean, this is just my own anecdote, but, you know, back then, Folks in the space, folks related that were really into crypto and really starting to experiment with NFTs, there was a lot of anonymity, and and they people were really romantic about that anonymity. I think, um, and and we can see that that's uh, while I can appreciate why some people want to play around and not be known for whom they really are. Um, that's also hurt a lot of people. And you stepping in and being front and center, I actually think you've paved the way, especially for a lot of women to follow you, is being out front, being visible, letting people know the work you've done before and and the credible work you've done before has really allowed you and all of your hard work and drive, of course, on top of that, but has really allowed you to like make these partnerships, get in through these doors. And I think that that's one of the reasons why I like to participate in female-founded NFT projects and Web3 companies because the women are not afraid to get out there and meet the people and shake the hands and let people know who they are. So anyways, it may seem so simple, but you doing that to me was actually like doing something new and novel. (laughs) So kudos, because I think it's really helped um, pave the way for some of the things you've done and some of the great things I know you're going to do. So love that so much. And also... I think it allows people to trust you as you are nimble and adapt to where the space is going and what the possibilities can be. I'd love to know if you can maybe dive a little bit deeper into this idea of a Web3 media and entertainment brand. Um, You touched on it. um, You know, there's ways to inspire and empower women through different things. But maybe you can give us an example of like, what does that mean to you? What could that mean to you? Yeah, I mean... There's so much that it could mean. We are we are dreaming so incredibly big. I like to have really scary goals where it's so scary it makes your you shake when you you think about stepping into that room or meeting with that person where you're like, "Oh my goodness, I am so nervous. Do I deserve to have that partnership or be in that room?" I like to be a little scared as an entrepreneur because otherwise I'm not out of my comfort zone. So we're thinking really, really big. Um, by the way, I have to say, you mentioned our digital collectible NFT that's on display at the New York Stock Exchange. And we have 
this is a replica of it. So this is not the original, but I hang it in my office because I think she's so badass, that boss beauty right there. Um, so that's the one that we have at the stock exchange. But so um, cool. I love that. Um, that's NFT actually, it was on display outside of the boardroom that honors the very first woman that ever had a seat at the New York Stock Exchange. Um, she had joined the New York Stock Exchange when there were over 1,300 men trading and invest, you know, down on the stock exchange, and she was the first woman. So talk about a boss beauty right there. Um, but yeah, going into a little bit about the future and what we're building, um, there's so much that we're planning to build. Um, but I think one of the key things about it is we really want to connect with women and girls where they are through ways that things that they're already very passionate about, right? So whether that be a book, um, we're working on a book. We have um, a publisher that will be coming out with a book about our boss beauty's characters with inspirational content and stories and things um, that will be in that book. And that will be coming out, I believe, in 2024. Still waiting on the final date for that. Um, but whether it be, that be that book that, Gen Z women can put in their dorm room or put on their desk to inspire them, you know, be, pick up that book and read something out of it before they have this big job interview or before they do something they're a little bit nervous about, right? Or whether that be an animated TV series um, or other entertainment content. So I'm super honored. Um, we shared this in August, actually, but I'll share it with your community we are represented by WME, William Morris Endeavor, and they're representing Boss Beauties exclusively in our IP to bring our IP out into TV and film and gaming and publishing and, you know, other types of content that we can bring the, the BB out to reach and connect with women and girls all over the world. So there's so many ways that we could show up as a media and entertainment brand, but I think really bringing that Boss Beauty's mission and the story and the IP out there into the places where maybe women and girls, maybe they're not already in Web3, right? Maybe they've never heard of Web3 before. And so if we can bring our brand out into those places and help onboard them into Web3 in those ways, that will be able to make it a more equitable space and will be changing the industry. Yeah. There's a few things I'd love to kind of pick from that. And um, But first, I know you just had an activation where you did uh, introduce NFTs to, I think, a lot of new people. So why don't we talk a little bit about that? I have to say it inspired me. It's got my brain stirring a little bit about like how you launched what you're about to talk about. Because I just think it was really, really smart. So why don't you go ahead and, and tell us what you just did? Yeah, absolutely. So we just partnered with NARS, um, the cosmetics brand, um, the beauty brand. And I've learned a lot about NARS. You know, I've, I've been wearing NARS for many years. I, I, I wore NARS when I was a new mom. I, I actually have some of it over here because um, I just did an IG Live where someone from NARS taught me how to apply these products because I, I'm not going to say I'm an expert on makeup, <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, with our partnership with NARS, what we did is we came together with NARS with part of that purpose to onboard women and girls that are not in Web3 yet and help bring them into the space in a way that might relate to them and they might be connected to. And so basically there's these incredible NARS filters that are going on our boss beauties. We launched these identity digital collectibles featuring the NARS orgasm line, which is an iconic product. So it started with the blush and there's many products. I actually didn't know that the NARS orgasm blush, there's one sold every 20 seconds. And it's the most, the number one selling blush in the United States. So it's, it's an iconic product. But um, what we did is we launched a digital collectible um, filter on our Boss Beauties. So you, as a holder of Boss Beauties, you can go into your wallet and you'll see what your BB looks like with NARS products on it. Um, but in addition to that, we launched some free digital collectibles to people that have never had an NFT before. And through that, we were able to onboard 16,000 in less than a week, actually. I think it was a few days, um, 16,000 new wallets where 16,000 women and girls signed up to get the free digital collectible and put their, their new wallet in, you know, created their very first wallet which is really exciting. And I love that because maybe these are women and girls that have never heard about Web3 and they're maybe they're a little intimidated. Let's face it. I'm sure I was intimidated at first. I'm sure you were. You're like, what is this space, right? And I heard this really incredible story. This story has stayed with me. So there was someone in our community that said they had been trying to share the, the industry with their daughter for over a year had been sharing about NFTs, crypto, the blockchain, you name it. And their daughter had no interest. Their eyes would glaze over every time they talked about Web3. But when she shared with her daughter the collaboration with Boss Beauties and NARS, her daughter's eyes just lit up. She knew about, first of all, knew about NARS as a brand. So that gave her that connection to the collaboration and then saw what our mission was about at Boss Beauties. And so her daughter signed up, made her very first wallet on MetaMask and got her very first digital collectible. So I love that. Um, she later, her daughter and her attended one of our mentorship events together last week. So we brought in some NARS executives to talk about um, Web3 and we talked about their career stories. I mean, this was not just about Web3 at all. It was really a career chat, giving advice, um, sharing tips for their career. And her and her daughter watched that chat together, had that like mom and daughter bonding moment. But I loved that because it's just one story and one example of how we can reach out and help onboard people into the space. And I think that's such important work. Like I, I, I think still from a, for an outsider looking in, they hear us talking about Web3, Web3, blockchain, et cetera. But when you put it in the context of talking even just about careers in general, us acknowledging that technology is going to shape our future work and how, like, even if you're not a technologist, understanding some of the nuances of how these things work and, uh, and just being introduced and becoming familiar, it will help people as they move into their professional side of life, right? Because it is probably, as the years go by, these 
terms are going to start fading and it's just going to be integrating into the work that's being done. So I think that's so important, getting that next generation, especially of girls involved and interested is, is so key. And I love what you're saying about the significance of brand and familiarity, almost comfort, I think, for people to understand, oh, maybe this is important. But so to that point, I'd love to know two things and you can lead with whatever you find more interesting, but the partnerships, I'd love to A, get into your mind a little bit about partnerships, whether that's like how you go about finding the right partners, but also I'm curious about these corporate partners and what they're thinking about. What are they interested in? Why are they playing around and partnering with uh, an iconic, you know, NFT project like Boss Beauties? So I know that's a lot. So I'll let you take from it what you will and kind of roll with, with that because I think it's such an interesting topic. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. Um, yeah, and since the very beginning, when I entered the space, I have been thinking about partnerships and who, what are the right strategic partnerships that we can build? Who are the right partners? Um, which brands align with our mission in a genuine way, in an authentic way, right? And what better brand than Barbie, right? I have to just add into that. When I was a young girl, I was not confident. And I remember growing up playing with Barbie. And I, at that time, when I was playing with Barbie, I was not even thinking about starting a business. I did not even have the confidence to speak in my classroom in elementary school. I mean, I was really shy and just really insecure. So just the fact that we're partnering with them is like a dream big moment for me as an entrepreneur and a founder. But when I think about partnerships, I think it's a two-way street. It's not just that the brand needs to partner with us or that we need to partner with the brand. I think in this industry, in this space, there's so much that Boss Beauties can bring to the brand or the, the corporate partner, as you call it, or we might call it as the Web2 brand, right? There's so much that we can bring and there's a lot that they can bring to the table in that partnership too. So the partnership with Barbie, I think, is totally a match made in heaven. Um, we're super honored to work with them. But when I think about brands that want to enter the space or reach the Web3 community, you know, I know that you've probably talked about this before and many have talked about it. Um, I, it's so important to have that authenticity and genuine reason in wanting to get involved in the space, right? You see brands that come in and perhaps come right in and launch something and it's not successful or it doesn't get the reception that they're looking for with the Web3 community. And so in building a partnership, I think it's a really smart way for brands to enter or maybe dip their toes in a little bit into the Web3 space and just experiment a little bit and see what is this space all about, right? So I see it as a perfect way for them to dip their toes in and learn about it and partner with someone like Boss Beauties as a leader in the space or, or another Web3 community that's also leading. I think that some of the things that people are thinking about as they enter the space is like just how to navigate it all, how to navigate and thinking about traditional business principles and how to really build a plan for success. I asked ChatGPT 
to form a question for you, Lisa. This is part of our show where we introduce AI to our audience. (laughs) And so ChatGPT asks you, founder of Boss Beauties, how do you balance the need to innovate in a rapidly changing technological landscape with the long-term vision for your business? I love that question, ChatGPT. What an amazing question. And I love (laughs) that you're asking this question with AI. I mean, amazing. This is so fun. You know what's so funny is I found something about 20 minutes before we came on this podcast interview. I was looking on Instagram and I saw a post by Barbara Corcoran the Shark Tank investor and real estate investor. I mean, she's incredible, right? I saw her post something that connects back to how I'm going to answer this question. So wait for it here, but it's connected. Um, so Barbara said, business plans are overrated. The best way to find out what really works is to get outside and try it. Now, the reason I actually screenshotted it here in my phone. Love that. (laughs) Um, So I screenshotted it because I love that. And it connects to what I think is so important to do as a founder, right? Now, it's not to say that I should not have a business plan. I do have a business plan. Um, Our team actually just worked a lot over the last few months on our strategy for Boss Beauties, 2023 strategy, 25, 28, you name it and beyond. So we've been working a lot on what our strategy is, what are we building, you know, thinking about the future of Boss Beauties. However, what I will say is as a founder, as an entrepreneur, you can do all of the incredible work to plan and things are going to be thrown at you that you did not predict and you did not anticipate, right? So as a founder roadblocks are going to be put into your path. You're driving down this road, you have this perfect plan, and there's a roadblock, right? I actually think a lot about it in the terms of, I've heard, you've heard this quote, I'm sure, right? That being an entrepreneur, being a founder, building something in business is a lot like building the plane while you are flying the plane, right? So you are building the plane, building it, and you're flying it. (laughs) And I think in this particular space, in the Web3 space, we are in a rapidly growing space and rapidly evolving space, as you said, when something's rapidly changing and you can't always predict what will happen, right? And so I think the best thing that you can do is be ready to make decisions Be ready to make decisions um, in a fast manner when you need to. Sometimes you need to slow down to actually speed up, right? But being comfortable with change and being able to pivot at times is so necessary. And I believe any great entrepreneur has that ability to be comfortable with change, be ready to pivot if something isn't working, and if, it's, if something is working, great. So add that into your business plan. Add that into your strategy. But yeah, especially in this space, we, think, we see things happening every day. There's a new announcement. There's a new change with one of the marketplaces. Or um, there's 
a cyber attack or hackers. I mean, you name it. There's so much happening in the space. It's an amazing opportunity that we are all here building so early, right? We are so early and we are building this industry together. And I love that about it. And it's not going to be easy, but I can tell you, I'm up for the challenge. Let's do it together, right? Absolutely. And I love that. I think that the narrative around a lot of like crypto in particular and and this Web3 space is still so inherently tied to crypto, which I'm hoping will evolve over time. But it you know, when when the market's bad or when scammers scam, it scares pe- good people away. And I think that it's so important to have people with integrity, people with good ideas, people willing to fall down to get back up to be participants because I think it's folks like you who are going to be making sure that this space is a positive environment for a lot of people in in the years to come and look back. I think that um, these building blocks are really, really going to matter. And just like to your point, we know... um, by the time this episode comes out, it might be slightly old news, but OpenSea, as an example, um, just changed their creator fee structure, limited creator fees. And, you know, we can get into the debate about whether that's good or bad or whatever. But I think mostly it speaks to, especially for business people, folks who are building a business, needing to make sure there's a strong foundation uh, and while you can still pivot and and be comfortable with that and being nimble, I think is what matters, but also recognizing that things can change at any moment and you have to be able to navigate that to make sure you're you're around tomorrow or the next week and next year, right? I know I saw a post actually from um, your husband on Twitter about like, Boss Beauties is good. We've been building plans. We're like, this doesn't have you know, a negative impact on us the way it might on others. So I just want to give you guys kudos for that. So thinking about the future, I'd love to know, what are you most excited about? There's a few, I mean, there's so much I'm excited for, but one thing I would say is I love our team. We've built this incredible team. I call it the dream team. So I always say we're building a dream team here at Boss Beauties and the talent that we brought onto the team to help us build this brand, build this company um, that can do just that to onboard the next million women and girls into Web3. I'm so honored that I get to wake up every single day and work with this incredible team that we've hired and brought on. And that's one of the things I'm excited about. They're also just really great humans. You know, you want to work with smart people, but and amazing humans that love their job and are passionate about our mission. So that's one thing I'm I love and I'm excited about. And I really want to and I plan to make an impact through Boss Beauties, right? I know that this is not a journey that is just about the next few months, the next year, who can we impact, but really the next 25, 30, 40, 50 years, we're thinking really big and really long-term. And you can have a generational impact. I, we really are. Yeah. That's so cool. I think, you know, not financial advice, everybody, by the way, we, you know, on this show, we do talk to people that are involved in things that you can, you know, buy and hold, et cetera. Uh, not financial advice. I am a holder. So full disclosure, I own a 
ton of boss beauties and and uh, things in your um, you know other uh, associated collections. Uh, but that's because I'm a fan and I believe in in you and and I want to support your work and your mission because I think that in the long run, if I can be part of the good work that you're doing, I'll be happy as someone who's part of your community. So I think that's wonderful. I would love, since I have maybe like two more minutes with you before we go, maybe we can like dive into just for a second mom life while doing all of this. Um, Like how, how? I, I know I'm, you know, going through the thick of you know, he's not quite a newborn, I guess, anymore. My my son, uh, at the time of this recording, is about five and a half months. And, you know, we've been bootstrapping it and doing all the things that we can do. But I know you've been, like, very busy. You've been doing a lot of work. You've had, you, I'm sure your calendar is just constantly booked. So, you know, how, how are you making it work for yourself and your family? Let me just be totally transparent. I am still figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> It is a journey every single day, right? And I, I want to say, when you got your caregiver BB, I was so, that was so special when you shared it. I that meant so much to me. It was super special. Um, but I love that we're on this journey together, right? I mean, I'm thinking back to when I started Boss Beauties. As I said, Hudson was about three months old when I started Boss Beauties, and I think I was just delirious. I have no idea how I was even waking up to work on Boss Beauties and our launch. I would be breastfeeding him throughout the whole night. I would get two to three hours of sleep, wake up, launch the virtual summit, get on video, interview people. I mean, I don't know how I even made it through that. Probably just pure adrenaline as an entrepreneur, right? And loving what I'm doing. But I do not have it all figured out. I wish I could give you something tangible to to share with your listeners, but it's an everyday process, right? I mean, I'm still figuring things out, right? Because I wake up with Hudson, I'm with him for a few hours. Then I, I was getting on calls right when I would hand him over to for childcare. Like when I, when someone would come help watch him, I would go right on my calls for the, with the team but it was really hard for me. I needed like an hour to just drink my coffee, have some quiet time before I stepped right into work because you're going right from mom mode into work. And sometimes you just need that time for yourself, right? Mm -hmm, To make your brain mm -hmm. be at its very best. I think it's the brain fog that's hit me harder than I anticipated. The overestimating my mental capacity. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I get it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but don't worry everyone still working it's just like (laughs) it's harder it's harder to feel you know as articulate and thoughtful sometimes as you'd like to but um you know I'm just I'm proud of you I'm proud of the work you're doing I'm proud to see how you're navigating it all this is not an easy space it's not an easy space to take time away from there's a lot of pressure and demands and I just think you've done it with a lot of grace and um people I think to stand behind you. And that's why part of the reason that, you know, uh, you're able to keep moving forward one foot after the other is because people are really admiring you and your work and, and, and your, your husband as well, who's wonderful. And I've had the pleasure to meet uh, several times. So I'm hoping, Lisa, that we get the chance to see each other 
soon at some point. We'll talk offline a little bit maybe about that. But for our audience, if they would like to follow you, Boss Beauties, what you're doing next, please tell us the best ways to keep in touch with Lisa and Boss Beauties. And by the way, you don't have to like spell it all out. We'll have links in the show notes for you, everybody. Yeah. So I'd love for your listeners, your community to follow us. Um, my Twitter is Lisa C. Mayer. And then Lisa Mayer is my IG. I know you're supposed to have the same handle, right? I have to get all of that changed. It's, it's hard, right? It's okay. And um, in Boss Beauties, um, we, we were Boss Beauties NFT, but we have since changed all of our handles to Boss Beauties to be the Boss Beauties on IG and Twitter. So, and definitely on our website, um, but get involved. You know, there's so much. Um, you can actually still, if you're new to Web3, maybe there's someone that's totally new, you can still get your Boss Beauties NARS identity collectible until the 28th. And you can set up your wallet. There's um, ways for you to get involved there. There's lots of events we'll be hosting. So get involved. We'd love to have you. Cool. Very cool. And so for someone who's maybe brand, brand, brand new and maybe um, is able to get their first free NFT, but besides that, they're not able to put a lot of capital into it. Like, would you say the best thing is to follow along your journey on Twitter? Like, where's the best way to see the cool work? that you're doing. And I'm asking more selfishly because I'm curious where you're spending your time in terms of like thinking about, you know, cure, you know, serving your community and having those conversations. Yeah. I mean, we, we have our discord of course, where a lot of our community gathers and chats. Um, so we do have our discord, but I would definitely say Twitter and Instagram are the two platforms that I'm sharing most from and sharing events and updates and things we're working on. So definitely follow there. I'm wanting to spend more time on IG. It's uh, been a minute, but uh, so that's cool. Well, Lisa, as always, it's a pleasure. I'm so happy to hear from you. I'm excited to see all the things you're working on kind of coming into fruition. It's it's just very cool to watch your journey. I will be a, a champion and cheerleader for you uh, for a long, long, long time. So everyone, please make sure to follow Lisa, follow Boss Beauties, and um, share this episode with your friends. So uh, Lisa, thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate it. It's been a long time coming. Thank you so much, Ashley. I loved our chat. Love that we got to catch up. And we have to do it more. So I'm giving you a huge hug. A good virtual virtual hug hug. for the podcast. (laughs) Where it all started. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Catch us soon to hear more stories of innovation from trailblazers from the blockchain. Thank you for joining us on From the Blockchain. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions about today's episode, please send us a message so we can answer it. If you want to learn more about Fame Lady Squad or how you can get involved with NFTs, please visit our website or join our growing community on Discord. We genuinely believe we couldn't do the things that we do without the support of our community and listeners like you. So thank you so much. We'll see you again soon.